Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. Today's Beef Watch Podcast will focus around an article titled Changing Grid Premiums and Discounts Due to Underlying Changes in the Fed Cattle Industry. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the author, Dr. Elliot Dennis, who's a Livestock Marketing and Risk Management Economist with the University of Nebraska. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Aaron. Well, in this article, you go through and highlight some of the changes that have occurred in premiums and discounts in terms of how cattle have been marketed, especially in light of the COVID situation that's occurred over the last five, six months. Give some perspective on the research you did and what you found as you looked at this. Yeah, so um, this kind of emerged out of the um, conversation that has been happening about cattle being backed up. We know as the packing plants weren't able to process animals due to uh, COVID-19 cases among plants workers and also some plants selectively shutting down so that they could implement, implement OSHA and CDC requirements. Uh, that, the result of that on a production standpoint was cattle weren't able to get processed. They still needed to be fed, so they were gaining weight. And people who market on you know, a grid or, or, or in some sort of formula receive premiums and discounts based upon cattle characteristics. And one of those cattle characteristics um, is weight. Um, and it's specifically uh, weight or cattle carcasses that fall within a certain range, namely 600 to 900 pounds, uh, you know, don't receive any discounts, but really heavy cattle receive quite heavy discounts. Um, and so what we're, what I was trying to look at was, are these packing plants willing to come down and meet some of these producers who are, um, you know, struggling with trying to process these animals. And what we did was we actually found that, you know, about since that whole issue started happening with COVID about, you know, a seven to, you know, $8 premium reduction um, in the discount rate for cattle. So it would go from about discounting cattle from about uh, negative $22 per hundred weight to about negative 15, negative $14 per hundred weight for heavy cattle. So in a sense, what you're saying is that the, processors recognize, hey, we know that there's been some challenges getting cattle through the pipeline, so we're going to reduce the discount for these overweight carcasses. Is that correct? Right. And I think it was um, fair on their part to say, we're not going to eliminate the discount and still kind of put some of the burden on producers to manage, you know, weight and weight gain, but to also recognize, hey, we want to meet you somewhere in the middle as, as well. What are some of the other things you learned as you looked at this analysis and what are some of the take-homes from it? Yeah, so this really kind of came out of, as the packing plant started to shut down, this whole idea about um, fed cattle discovery and also kind of formula and grid pricing really started to kind of come back into the conversation. There's been a long conversation about alternative marketing arrangements, and mainly these are called formula pricing. And certain commodity organizations have either taken a strong or, or loose stance on how much cattle should actually be negotiated. During this past summer, a lot of conversation was kind of being floated around something known as the 5014 rule. Essentially, it was introduced by Senator Grassley from Iowa and Senator Tester from Montana. And would basically have required packers to procure 50% of all of their cattle in the negotiated market within a 14-day window. And so the premiums and discounts was kind of in response to that and to show that 
these rules, whether it's negotiated cattle or formula base, do not fundamentally impact the supply and the demand within the market. So by going to a 5014 policy, it would not have changed the, the underlying supply and demand conditions at the time that plants were not open and therefore cattle could not be processed. And so really trying to separate out what's happening fundamentally in supply and demand and what are we observing that of people trying to meet each other in the middle to work through market situations. Anything else on this topic you'd like to highlight as we point towards wrapping this up? Yeah, just another thing to mention was that some of the other organizations were, were talking about different ways to try to increase negotiated trade. Namely, some of the organizations had really started promoting uh, a program called Bid the Grid. And essentially, they're trying to increase the negotiated grid price. Uh, once again, any of these programs that are trying to increase negotiated trade really have to fundamentally ask themselves, what are the incentives behind moving from a negotiated trade to a formula? And people who negotiate, traditionally, we would expect as economists to say, they're really good at negotiating, therefore they should negotiate cattle. And people who are of really good high quality cattle and say, I just want to produce and you pay me accordingly, you know, generally have tried to go towards more formula production. And so kind of really separating out these policies that we think really are going to help the market, but specifically with the 5014 and the bid the grid, they weren't actually going to fundamentally change the market. And it was actually going to make cattle production more expensive um, and ultimately reduce profitability for everyone in the industry. Any other thoughts on this or anything else you think that would be valuable for our listeners to understand as they understand the topic that you've just brought before us today? I would just encourage everyone to go to beef.unl.edu to the Beef Watch newsletter and, and read up. I, I do provide some details in there and kind of go through a little bit more in detail. So that can be a reference or they can feel free to reach out to me. And I'm happy to talk through a lot of these things with whoever would like to have some questions answered. Well, thanks again for joining me today. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Well, for more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. Again, the title of the article, Changing Grid Premiums and Discounts Due to Underlying Changes in the Fed Cattle Industry.